You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. All right, so we're recording and welcome to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah, and today we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Jack. Jack is an electric pop artist from Sydney, Australia. He's toured internationally, and his songs have multi-charted on iTunes. Jack's sound is a mix of electropop with an influence of contemporary R&B and his own personal touch. Welcome to the show, Jack. How's it going? It's going pretty well. How you going? Good, good. So, so tell me, what is uh, dating life for, for this pop musician here? Look, the dating life is quite interesting. I'm, I'm in a relationship at the moment, but that's a, it's still fairly new. It's, a, it's about a year in, but it's, it's a crazy, crazy thing. I never thought I'd, I'd be doing, you know, be in a relationship with a beautiful girl. But uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Just like, funny enough, it actually all happened through my music. That's, yeah. that's, that's the funniest part about it. But yeah, it's just a very crazy world and trying to find someone to love. Mm, absolutely. And I, I think that's a big part of where a lot of inspiration for, for music comes from is through all the emotions that come from romance and dating and, and all of that. So you were talking earlier and you said the, the majority of your music when you were writing your music was from your single life. That is correct. So I actually... I obviously have like 12 songs out at the moment at the moment that's from last year and earlier this year, but that whole album, it's called mind games. And that, that whole album is literally different single experiences of say like nights out where I'll be going to the bar, you know, uni, you know, trying to trying to do my thing and you know, get the girls and I'd end up walking home alone. You know, <laughs> you got the, you got the stories that one of the songs it, it actually has a story about one of my friends at uni who, sadly cheated a lot on his on his girlfriend and they were still together you've got stories of you know when i was successful yeah there's just like all, all these different experiences i've i've gone through when when i was in my single life and i was trying to meet these women and you know trying to have a you know, fun time in my teenage years the end of the teenage years but a lot of if it wasn't for that time of me being single and and having those crazy nights partying or you know those those you know very uh, heated, heated nights, you know, if it wasn't Rockstar for those, I, I, 100%, I wouldn't actually have any of this music today. And I won't lie, a lot of those experiences, when I look back on them, I kind of regret doing them. But now I'm like looking at it, I'm like, this gave me an inspiration, a story to write about. And so I, I can't actually be too regretful about it because it all worked out the other day. I had my fun and now I can actually use that fun to push into my career. Yeah. And I think also through those stories, I think we also learn quite a bit about ourselves and how we, how we can better function in relationships as we move forward. So with that in mind, we, we love talking about stories here. Take us, take us to a time, like share us, paint us a picture of a, of a story that maybe you were on a date and something didn't quite go so well. Ooh. Okay. I've got a good story about this. Actually, this one, actually works into my new single a bit, my new single, Not Alone. I would, this was about two, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say about two years ago. So I, I met this girl. We actually met each other off Instagram. You, you know, look, that's probably the worst way to start things, you know, hitting someone offline like a Tinder or an Instagram. In my, 
in my honest opinion, but met each other off Instagram, you know, traded comments, traded DM, got to the point where we actually, we met up. We met up for other reasons than just, you know, hooking up kind of thing. We, we met up. I'm not going to get into it because I don't want her to know who she is or if this ever gets out to she figures it out. But so essentially we met up and we had a good first day together. You know, it went all sweet. I was like, oh, this girl's, you know, she's the best looking girl. You know, she's hot. She, I, I could see myself, well, I see myself punching at the moment. You know, I'm definitely the one who really shouldn't have the chance to be with this girl. And, you know, we, we did another night and we actually, I, I organized the date. And I said to her, like, this is the first day. I go, I want to take you out to dinner. You know, we're all on the coast and we're looking at the beautiful the waters. And, and she's like, yep. So fast forward to that date, I, I picked her up after work and I'd driven about like an hour to go pick her up after work. And I had a full day of work, you know, and I was like, that's fine. That's nothing, you know, pick her up. We get about 10 minutes from my place after another hour ride back. And she goes, oh, by the way, I had to have Maccas with my best friend because she didn't want to eat alone. And here I am thinking she's all dressed up. She's made that like she's got the makeup on, and and she just said to me that she's already had dinner with her friend at Maccas because she felt lonely. And I was like, so you knew about this date, and you still went to Maccas with your best friend. I'm like, that's cool, but you didn't have to eat. Like, and I was just like, that's kind of like a big no. Yeah, like I was like, you just kind of ruined the whole date. The, the idea of the whole date. Now it's like just ended up being you know, some ice cream and some naughty business at the end of the night anyway. So, and I felt pretty guilty about the, the way I ended the situation because on that certain night as well, there were little things like, you know, the little signs you pick up before you start dating someone. You're like, if I date this person, that little sign can turn into something a hundred times worse. Those so, little red flags. Uh, those little red flags. So I saw, I, I thought I saw a red flag and then obviously that whole dinner situation. So I was like, See you later. Like moved on. Got got a lot of hate for it from the girl and her friend that she went to Macca's with. But it's just how it is. And I've moved on. And luckily enough, it actually put me off seeing girls for a while. So I kind of like stayed single, did my music, and then luckily found my beautiful girlfriend. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, I'm glad that worked out for you. It's funny that uh, it's often a thing. Like a lot of times, girls won't eat on their first date because 100%. they're like, Oh, I'm, I'm, even though they're starving there, they'll say, Oh, I already ate. <laughs> so, Damn that. Yeah. And it's interesting though that you, so you're like, okay, I'm going to, I see the red flags, but I'm going to keep going with it anyway. What, what's typically like the difference from say hookup versus like relationship? What level of the bar is there? Like, yeah. Uh, great question. I feel like with the hookup, it's like, you're just rushing it. You, you, you want to just to get it done with. So like if you, if you want to hook up with a girl, well, in my case, when I was single and I wanted to hook up with a girl, I'd be just chucking every, you know, every little sweet line, every little, you know, um, nice move, like what's the word? Gentleman-like, you know, move. Like I just be chucking all that stuff out. And like, at the end of the day, like when it comes to hookup, I, me personally thinking you've got such a big, like, uh, not demeanor, you've, you've just got that goal and, and, and it shines through very well and you can, and girls can see it. Like it's just when you're just attacking, like in a sense of you're using every little, every, every little trick in your pocket to get it done. And you're very hungry for it. Whereas in a relationship, I feel like this is what I experienced all the girls I wanted to be in a relationship with. I, I took it a lot slower. I, I showed that I'm a lot more patient, you know, I'll, I'll wait. Like I, I'll, you mean something to me. So I feel like that's the big difference between a hookup and a relationship sense of like trying to get a relationship or trying to hook up with someone. Like it's all about the speed, like patience is for relationships and you know, the speed and the getting it faster. Like getting, sorry, I'm not even saying this right. 
being fast about it is the hookup sense. Yeah. That's just me personally. Yeah. It's really interesting. Like as a, as a creative person as well, like I, I also find there's a time when you're, when you're in the cave creating and it's, there's almost like no extra time to devote to romance and everything else. But then as soon as you're done, there's just like all the creative energy. Now you don't have an outlet for it. And it's like, how do you, what do you do? And that's when you go out to hunt or whatever. Yeah. You get get very horny. (laughs) What did you, what do you typically, so you weren't using online apps, but what, what process do you typically do? Like when you are going to go out and meet somebody like when you're single, obviously. So now you're in a relationship. It's a little different. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was using Tinder. I was using Bumble. I think they're the dating apps I was using. And, you know, obviously I was using Instagram a lot. I just felt Instagram was a lot easier for, so to say, but I did use Tinder a lot and it does work. It, it did, it does work for, for getting girls, getting hookups and guy, uh, girls getting guys. It's, it's the ultimate platform for hooking up. I personally think that if you're looking for a relationship, you better delete that app because you're never going to get a good relationship out of that. And look, saying that is is completely false as well because you can get that one percent that that works out completely that's a stronger couple than most couples but i like if i was going out on a night out um i would always boot up the tinder make sure the photos are updated make sure the profile uh caption is funny enough to the point that they don't think i'm a total loser but then yeah like i feel like the biggest thing for me when i was single for, for trying to hook up with girls or well, just trying to have fun was having that wingman. The wingman mm. is the most important part because it's funny. I can get up on stage and sing in front of like a thousand people and I will be loving it. I'll be, I'll just, I'll consume it. I'll love it. I'll just be everything you want me to be on stage. But if you put me in a club situation with a pretty girl in front of me who's staring at me and I have to go talk to her, you can best believe that I'm probably going to go to the bar and just keep drinking until the point that I get so trashed that I don't care. You know what I mean? Yep. But if I got that wingman there, it's just like they push me into it. I'm like, oh, well, I've got no way to, I've got nowhere to go now. You know what I mean? But yeah, Tinder was a big thing there. Like I never used to do it at the clubs because I felt like that was a bit desperate. You know, someone sees you on your phone swipe and you're like, mm. I swear it's Pokemon Go. Like, trust me. Like, you know what I mean? Catch them all. Catch them all. Exactly. Yeah. It's really interesting. The wingman concept is definitely underrated. It's, it's, uh, people don't really talk about it too much, but boy, it does give you a lot of, confidence and lets you know that you're not alone when it you know when you're approaching a pack of girls it's suddenly like not quite as frightening yeah so now are you the wingman for your friends now that you're in the relationship i mean obviously there's uh you can't really do much at the moment with covid and everything but i i I do always i always do help my friends out and since like not saying i am great help I, i don't have the resources but i always put in my best effort to help out but it's funny though, ever since I've been with my girlfriend, like a lot of my close friends have already had girlfriends and they're still with their girlfriends. But the ones who have broken up with the girlfriends who are single now, there's, they have no problem with getting girls. Like, so it's funny. I don't actually have to really worry about it. There's only like one friend I have to help him out because he's freshly 18. He, he just doesn't understand that like, some girls don't like jokes that are a little bit too much, so to say. Like, you know, they're funny, but it's just like, if you try and impress a girl, that's not the joke you want to say. Like they'll think you're funny in the friend way. They won't think you're funny in the cute guy way. But um, yeah, I, I do help. And I've always helped. And it's funny that going back to that point where I'm very embarrassed to go talk up to a girl for myself. But when it comes to my mates and I'm too strong at a bar, I'll go up to the prettiest girl. i like, Hey, my mate over here, he's been staring at you all night. Trust me. And they'll be like, Oh, like, why can't he talk to me? I'll be like, Oh, because I'm just embarrassing him right now. So you can actually talk to him. It somehow it always works. Like 
for other people it works, but for me personally, it never worked with the confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. So let's switch gears a little bit and, and now talk about Jack in the relationship. How do you guys communicate to each other? How, how does that work? And then, and then of course, like, you know, a story would be great. Like tell us of a of time that maybe you had some conflict and how you resolved it. I'm very lucky. My lady is probably one of the most special ladies I've ever met in my life, other than my mother. She cares about me and she's definitely like put in her effort to help me with my career and she doesn't look down upon it, which is the main part. But we we can't like we talk. It's funny, the first day we met, I actually met her at a cafe when she she worked downstairs from where I live in my apartment. So yeah, it was kind of very cliche corny story but ever since that day like um i showed her my music video my first ever music video for was released you know hit her up and i slid her and i go yeah add yourself on instagram or facebook she does both as soon as i i go back after that get my coffee and i do my gym workout and she's waved at me in my facebook messages and i was like all right so this this is the way it starts now i've got to go i gotta go ham or this like it's not happening and ever since that moment we literally we're talking nonstop. Uh, we talked from 12 midday to 12 at night on the first day we started talking and fine enough, it just continued like that. So we, we've been pretty lucky to never get annoyed at each other for talking to each other too much, which is great. And then when it comes to say conflicts, like obviously we're still pretty new relationship. It's only been a year. We have had our little conflicts. We have had our little arguments, but at the end of the day, we talk through it. We, we listen to each other. We understand that, you know, neither one of us are perfect. We're going to have our little flaws. The main part is though that we just, we will both listen to each other. Like we can get as angry as we want with each other at the certain situation that's happening. But at the end of the day, we can just, we can stop, take a breath, hug each other, kiss it, like just have a little kiss, you know, and we'll just say sorry to each other and we'll, and we'll get on with it. And, you know, when that situation comes up again, we'll slow it down and handle it better than we did last time. But you know, you're always going to have those little arguments and yeah, like all those little, those little biffs. Yeah. yeah you're going to have them. And the best thing about it is when you come out stronger, um, when you talk it through, it, it just makes everything so much more stronger. You feel so much more closer and the trust levels just go up. But that's, that's what I found personally. And yeah, and being truthful, like, uh, I'm not going to lie. Like when I was, I was a fuck boy for a bit, like before I met my girl, because it was just the only way I, I saw myself getting girls and not getting hurt myself. So yeah, it was, it was crazy. But it, it's it's just weird. Yeah, I forgot the point I was just saying there with that fuckboy thing. But <laughs> no, it's beautiful. Actually, it's, I wanted to, to go a little deeper on that. So now that you've you've sort of had this experience of of a relationship that's connected deep on on many levels, and you you have someone that understands you, trusts you, and supports you, and also is there to 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 be with you during the ups and downs because that's that's tricky. Sometimes you need your alone space, and you have someone that can sense 100%. that and doesn't get jealous, doesn't get like needy and can pull away when you need that space and mm. and then can be there when you do have the space versus the fuckboy style of relationships. Do you mm. see yourself continuing down the path of being in relationships and, and, and like maybe, maybe if this one doesn't work out pursuing like the serial monogamy thing, or do you see yourself going back towards fuckboy after this? I obviously I'm trying not to think of this relationship ending. Look, if it, if it does, I, I highly doubt it will just because of the way, how much we love each other and what we do to, you know, keep each other around. Like we can't even go like a whole, like we can't even go like one day without not seeing each other, which at the same time, 
can be a problem, but we won't go into that right now. I uh, like if, if it does happen, if if somehow tragically it ends, which I hope it doesn't. I'm not gonna lie, I probably would fall back into that fuckboy genre for a bit, just purely for the fact is it's like, and this is not saying anything bad about my relationship, but I can understand this being my first actual proper relationship. I can understand how when you know if you go through a breakup or you've been through a long period of time with someone and it all ceases to happen anymore. I could understand going back into that fun element because at the same time, you're like, this is, I, I'm going to speak from a perspective that's not mine, so to say. So if my girlfriend, because my girlfriend will listen to this and if she finds anything wrong, I'm sure she will hit me repeatedly on the arm, open open palm. Uh, but if, if let's just say it happens, yeah, like you want to experience more than that one person because you've been with one person for a long time. And yeah, I, I how could you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I couldn't be that guy who just gets stuck in another relationship. Cause then I'd be like, then I'd actually probably hate relationships more to the point that I'd never want to get in one. But that's the same with my first relationship that I'm in now. It's like, I actually had a commitment problem due to being that fuck boy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I committed to this girl now and I, I feel great, but I could see that if this ended, I would, I'd be like, you know what? Like fuck commitment, fuck this. I'm just, I'm just going to go have fun. I'm going to go get blackout drunk and, whatever happens happens you know what i mean like yeah yeah, like that that's that's how i probably handle it if it if this if we did break up but end of the day yeah i think it's it's not breaking up (laughs) right and at at the same point in time i can tell that you do have a strong pair bonding um, connection and then that the two of you do make a good partnership which is which is something that i think you'd lack when you are in the in the bachelor phase right and so mm. for a while, it's great. Get your bearings, go out and explore, have fun, get your dick wet as many places as you possibly can. Yeah. And then eventually that starts to get old and, you, and, and that sort of uh, pair bonding hormone, it starts to pull you back towards finding mm. a partner again. Yeah. yeah. And who knows, maybe, maybe like the two of you can, can stick with it through thick and thin and, and, and keep going with it. Have you, have you talked to her about like potentially doing alternative relationship models, like maybe some swing stuff or like some polyamory things. Has, has that not conversation really. even come up? No, nah, not really. Like, uh, I don't, I don't think that's, I personally say that's probably not my thing. I'm nothing against it. You know, each to their own. Definitely not my thing. Cause I actually do have that. It's funny you talked about it, Like I do have that little jealousy thing sometimes where I'll be like, Oh, cause I think my girlfriend is like the hottest girl in the world. I think she's, I, I honestly think she could be a Victoria's Secret model. She doesn't think so, but that's just me and I, I get jealous because it's more so I'm a bit insecure of myself and due to my, like, before my fuckboy years, which led into fuckboy years. But, yeah, like, I, I don't see, I, I don't think I could share her. Like, I, I'll be a bit selfish with her. Like, she's she's mine and I'm hers. But, yeah, I don't think we, like, it could, don't quote me on this, but it could be a possibility in the future. You never know. Things change. But at the moment, it's it's just a straightforward, you know, attraction between uh, attraction between me and my girlfriend, and just doing our things that we do. Yeah. <laughs> but you've 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 both communicated that to that degree. You've spoken about it, and you said this would make me jealous. So uh, yeah, yeah, let's not do this. Has there been a time where maybe you did get jealous, and like, how did you deal with it? I mean. I always get jealous. Yeah. Which I, I, I really hated about myself. That's if there's one thing I could change about myself is the fact about being jealous. Cause jealousy is a disease, but I, I've, yeah, I'm not the, I'm pretty mature when I, when it comes to it, I will admit, and this is the first time I've ever admitted it, uh, but I'm very mature when it comes to it. Cause I'll just get like, Oh, like you think, Oh yeah, cool, cool. Whatever. You, you, you go do that. Like, I don't really care. You know, like any typical guy would, but when we talk about it, like she'll make me feel comfortable in the sense that she'll be, she'll reassure me. She goes, 
you do realize it's like if I be with someone else, if I wanted to go hang with someone else, I would let you know to the point that I don't want to hang out with you. And, and she's the opposite. She's like, I can't get enough of you. It's just like, I literally want to be with you 24 seven, but you're the one who doesn't want to sleep with me all the time. Like you're the one who wants to bed to himself sometimes. It's, yeah. But we, we talk about it. Like it, the first few times we didn't actually talk about it. Like I kind of held it back a bit, but after a while we finally got comfortable and I talked about it and she understands where I come from. And I've told her experiences where like this happened with a girl I was seeing. And I was like, getting out of my fuck boy phase and she went and did this. And it's just, it's, yeah, it, it's kind of like past traumas for me in the sense of like not trusting, but at the end of the day, like I have no, I, I have no reason not to trust this beautiful lady of mine because she hasn't done anything to show that she'd ever do such a thing. And I, I know her past experiences and what she's been through. And I definitely know she would never cheat on me. Like it'd never be something she'd do, but me obviously being jealous, I'll always bring that back up. And I gotta be like, wait, hold on. Don't be an idiot. Just remember, she's not going to do it. Like, but again, like everyone can do it. Not going to say she is. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's, it's a constant struggle. And I think that's why it's a, it's something I try to bring up on, on almost, almost every interview is, is that most of the time when we do have those, those thoughts of jealousy or, or insecurity, 90% of the time, like the other person is not even doing anything wrong. It's just a story that we create in our own head. And so it's really, 100%. yeah, it's really awesome. So, all right. Well, Jack, it's been awesome having you on the show. I think your final, final question here. So what would be your advice for your younger self as you're entering the dating world? A lot of, a lot of people are listening. It's maybe, you know, they're, your fans are listening. It's their first time going out dating. What would you, what, my, what advice would you have? My advice honestly would be, and it's so corny, so cliche, but be true to yourself, you know, like just don't put on a persona. Don't, try act like a badass. Like don't let things that's happened to you in the past ever impact your future. Like in treating someone, like don't let a certain experience, you know, impact you wanting to be with someone because of this, but more so just be true to yourself. And at the end of the day, you will find someone, you will find someone if it's meant to be. And if you don't find someone, well, you're probably going to be a very rich person because you're going to be like an entrepreneur, just to see the positives and things. But Take your time. Don't rush. Trust me, you're probably better off single until you actually get something going for yourself, like a business or like a job or just getting your life together, I reckon. But yeah, just be yourself and take your time. Yeah. If, you, if you're not going to find a, a date, then maybe you'll make some money. Exactly. <laughs> and then that's how you get the date. There you that's go. That's right. That's right. Cool. All right. So Jack, thank you so much for being on the show, brother. What's, uh, how, do people, how do people get your music? How do people uh, stay in touch with you? I was going to say, thank you for letting me be on the show in for, for first place. Um, you can find me on Instagram. That'll be the best place at Jack Arrington Music. Um, you can find me on all Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud under Jack Arrington. And then if you also want to follow me on Facebook, it's the same as my Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you very much, bro. Have a great day. All right, too. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. It's been a blast. Don't forget to swing by Apple and leave us a review there. We love those five-star reviews. Let us know how we're doing. And of course, if you want to be featured on the show, visit dirtondating.com slash single and introduce yourself. You can also DM me at follow Noah on Instagram. That's it for this one. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe, talk dirty, and we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.